That's twisted. This is Mark McNeese with my co-host Rick Rose, and you're listening to another edition of The Twist. Welcome to another Twist podcast, everybody. Rick, we're past the 100 mark. This is show 101. How are you doing today? Good. Does that mean we're on the way to 200? Uh, I know you'd like to be. You'd like to be <laughs> keep podcasts until we're in the in the homes, right? Yeah. I'll be in Boy, a nursing I, Frank and I will be in a nursing be. home somewhere in Delaware, and you'll be in you know, Wisconsin or Louisiana or wherever you end up. Yeah, yep. we could be pod- potting. Maybe they won't even have podcasts. Then think about it. They'll probably call them some podcasts. No, we we'll have, everybody podcast. will have little little like flash drives in their heads, and everything. Yeah. We we won't be connect, have to be connected to anything. You really wonder where it's going to be in thirty years, what life's going to look like. But we'll figure that out then. I wonder if I'm going to be alive in thirty years. Oh my God! Yes, you will be. I'm sixty. I'll be ninety in thirty years. Oh, oh my God! You will be. Yes, I will be. Oh, that's okay. Hey, good morning. Everyone. Good morning, everybody. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, Frank and I are heading into New York City today to put the finishing touches on selling our apartment. We uh, moved out here to New Jersey full time, really kind of two years ago. That's what I say, because that's when I started working at the Giant. But we went back and forth for a year and then we rented it for a year and then we have sold it. So life moves on, right? Congratulations, it does. And I'm off to Wisconsin Dells. Tomorrow I have a day of planning with SAPG. You know, I work on the statewide area planning or state AIDS planning uh, group. So we've got some work to do ahead of us. Well, you can do it. And uh, I think I was at the Dells once. I was in Wisconsin a bunch of times. But we got a, uh, got a lot of ground to cover today and a bus schedule to keep. So we're going to get right to it. And my, I really don't have a big topic, but I will tell you what came into my mind this morning and it's very upsetting it's the 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 children on the on the border i know we've we've said we're not going to talk about uh the the president or his administration but it's kind of hard to not talk about it um and what's going on with the kids there with the children is just horrifying and um and uh i don't know it's just sadistic and i think it's terrible and i'm going to say this right now no matter who i piss off uh, I sure would, if they were fetuses, you know, all these pro-lifers that I know uh, would be doing something about it. They would be raising their voices, but they're not fetuses. They've already been born and they speak Spanish. So all of these uh, anti-choice folks don't give a shit, you know. And um, I don't think that's true across the board. I think there are people who care about life who and care about these children. They're, they're showing up at the uh, facilities in El Paso and being turned away. They're bringing diapers and toothbrushes and and they're not being allowed to help these kids so that's a really big thing on my mind and i i said something about it on facebook today because i had to i have to say history is not going to forget this and it's not going to forgive it so that's my that just that's my vent for the day that's a good one you know i listen to npr every morning when i wake up and they were talking about some of the conditions and they were talking specifically about the bright lights which I have a whole thing about light. Like if you come to my house, it's always candle. If you come to my office, it's always dim light. I don't like overhead lights. And they're saying the impact of these like huge area arena type fluorescent lights on a daily basis for these kids is going to have an impact on their lives forever. Um, so I hear where you're at. Um, and they are concentration a- camps. I got I. That's the last thing I'll say. They are concentration camps. If you look up the definition of a concentration camp, they existed before. Uh, Nazi Germany, and they, they've existed since then. The idea that that uh, you know that you can only use the term concentration camp in reference to the Holocaust is bullshit. 
You know, the Japanese Americans were interned in concentration camps in this country, and these kids are being interned in concentration camps. So let's cut the crap and call it what it is. Yeah, it doesn't take right. 30 years, speaking of moving forward, when we're 90, will we finally recognize that? But I, I hear it. Mine's on the more positive side. Well, definitely more positive side. Okay, good. Mine's about the return of the L word, the, you know, love? the groundbreaking. We're saying love again? What's going yeah. on? No, the TV series, The L Word, which was the series oh, about lesbians. Oh, the show. The t- I thought you were like lesbian. I thought you were talking about lesbian. Yeah, well, it's lesbian. The lesbian word, that's what the L stood for. Premiered on Showtime in 2004. The actors from that cast kept telling um, Eileen Chaikin, who created it, uh, to bring it back. And she is bringing it back. They're going to call it The L Word, Generation Q. It'll deba- debut this fall. It's going to be called um, Generation Q? Yeah, that's what they're calling it. Yep. She's still going to be an executive producer, but she's hired a younger lesbian voice, this lady named Maria Lewis Ryan. She's going to take over the directorial reins to make it more sexy stories about sex, uh, to air some of the things they did. Like she said that back in the day, she tried her best, but the way she told a story about a transgender character, uh, assignment therapy or whatever, instead of confirmation, you know. Affirmation. Uh, yeah, like reassignment. What did they used to call it? Reassignment, whatever, yeah. when you... Yeah, yeah, sex reassignment. So she wants to go back and, and, and relive that and, and figure that out. But Jennifer Beals, uh, Alicia Haley, Catherine Moning, the original cast star coming back is Betty Allison Shane. It'll be really interesting to see. And I also want to talk about Tales of the City. Have you watched that? I've asked about it. I never watched it. I never read it. I know it's super popular, but I'll, I'll take your word for it. Yeah, so that was done years ago, too. It's based on... Uh, Armistead Maupin. Mm-hmm. Yep, who's a very famous uh, novelist who wrote a series of novels. It a peer of place... mine, by the way. Oh, yeah. Really? Your age? Well, he might be older than me. I'm just throwing it out there that I'm a writer, Yeah, too, a writer like you. With a new you. book yeah. out that's doing very yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, is it really? <laughs> I have it. In, it's getting great it. reviews. I've been called a master. It's called A House in the Woods. It's a horror suspense novel set in a small town in New Jersey. Pick it up. Uh, it's masterful storytelling, uh, top of his game. These are just things other people have said about it. So, I'm excited. I put a review on it too, and I uh, I was going to say I didn't finish reading it, but I got pages into it, and I was like, this is a darn good book, Mark McKenzie. It is darn good, darn good. But anyway, <laughs> so is the series. You can watch it on uh, on uh, Netflix. Uh, it's interesting because the cast that was in the original cast of this, they did this in San Francisco. Now they brought it back. Um, and again, they're cracks and bears. Olympia Dukakis, uh, when they first did it, uh, she's a cis woman, of course, the actress. She played a trans character, Anna Madrigal. Now they have her back, still playing the role. But when they do flashbacks to that original series where their life was years before, they're going to use a transgender, a trans woman to play that role in the flashback. Good, so good. both series kind of going back, uh, both groundbreaking series about LGBTQ issues, but saying, hey, we weren't quite there 20 years ago, or even 15 years ago. We need to redo things. So watch out for both series. They're really, really good. Is that your big biggie? That's my big one. Last night I did go. By the way, I've never seen Kinky Boots. I saw the original movie from Really? I saw the, the, the show. Wow. Well, this was po- uh, podcast. This was live simulcast from the theater in New York City in theaters across, uh, you know, movie screens across the U.S. Last night, again, they're doing it on the 29th. It was great. The thing Cindy Lauper wrote all the words. All the music and, you know, Harvey uh, Fierstein. How do you say his name? I always Har- say uh, Firestein or Fierstein. Yeah, either Fierstein, way. I don't well, think, that's I don't think, I think it's okay. It's either or. It's all good. He wrote the book, of course, and it's really, really good. If you haven't seen it and you are, check out a theater near you on the 29th. You'll have another chance to see it. 
And I, yeah, I saw it with Billy Porter, who is now super, super uh, carpet red walk. What do you call it? The red carpet? Red He's carpet like guy. super fabulous on the red carpet and making political statements. So I saw Billy Porter in it. Yeah, and it's, uh, yeah, I know. I would have loved to have seen it. A couple of people next to me had seen it hundreds of, you know, many times with other people. And um, this guy was the winner of, I think, like uh, Britain's Got Talent or something that played at Matt, someone. He was good. Okay. But, uh, excellent. Cool, 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 Mark. Cool, cool. Kinky boots. Kinky boots. You ready for yeah. some garage stuff? Oh, man. I went deep in the garage. Vroom, vroom. Um, I'll hit mine first. A gay first lady question mark. Yes, we've already had one. And her, here are her, her love letters. In the summer of 1910, Evangeline Simpson Whipple told the caretaker of her home not to move anything. In her absence, the wealthy widow was going on a trip but would not be back soon. She never returned. When she was buried in 1930, um, next to the love of her life, a woman with whom she had a relationship, that woman was Rose Cleveland. Oh, my God. Right. The wife of uh, the president, the late president. No, it wasn't Grover. the wife. Grover Sisters. Cleveland. Sister? No, she was, was his, his sister. He was 50 years old. He was a bachelor. Yeah, the story's fascinating. But just to correct that, he was the sister, for, and she served as first lady for a month before he did marry a 21-year-old. But yes. Oh, okay. Well, okay. I'm so lady. glad that um, I can't believe you deep dive that. Well, I just know the story because it's fascinating. It's gossipy. The book is out now, right? Like her love letters. Right, it is. So anyways, yeah, we have had a, a gay... For, we've also probably had a gay president, but however you want to define that. Uh, Cardi B, I know you. we always got to get a little Cardi B in here because she's always on the news. She was arrested on felony charges because she got into another some kind of physical altercation. I don't understand it unless it's, it's an anger issue. I mean, when you're successful and wealthy and famous you know you got to have something psychologically going on to be getting into brawls and shit mm. you know i mean that's the kind of thing that got biggie and tupac shot uh <laughs> right you know judge judy's clip in ponytail you know i don't know what? if you watch judge judy um frank is a huge fan of judge judy we watch it every day he oh does my. certainly and um i like her shtick she married michael feinstein and his husband so she's you know i think a lot of what she does is her yeah. act is an act but she's it's a very well-paying act but she's got a clip on ponytail now and people are like weighing in do they like it do they not so i like it i love she's recently redid her hair i thought it was fabulous that's uh, funny samuel jackson you know him love uh, him he rips the new spider-man poster because apparently the the promo for the spider-man movie coming out and he's in it one picture had him with a eye patch on his left eye and the other another picture had it on his right eye ah that's a good one that's twisted and he said, uh, which one is it, motherfucker? That's he did a, not. That, he did. He tweeted it. That's the way he talks. He's, he's out in the movie The Shaft right now. You know, Shaft the movie. Mm. Shaft. Brown mm. Shaft. Oh, John Shaft. Mm -hmm. John Shaft. That's really all I got for the garage. It's been a kind of a light week, probably because of the holidays coming up. Well, like I said, I went deep into the garage and got the real smut. Deep, deep, vroom, deep. Vroom, Nicki Minaj. Shit, broom, broom. She, Nicki Minaj, you know, speaking of your girl, Carly B., Nicki Minaj slams Miley Cyrus. I guess they've been fighting for years. She calls her a Purdue chicken. Uh, uh, because apparently Miley has a new song that dropped. And there's a line in it that says, I love you, Nicki, but I listen to Cardi. Yes, it's oh, that's funny. Song. That's funny. We got some more Cardi in there. I like it. <laughs> so Minaj came out with a quote about it. It said, a Purdue chicken can never talk shit about queens. <gasps> so there you go. Uh, I love it. I love it. She's just there. Uh, lots going on in the trial. Of, well, it's not trial anymore. The small, you know, the job. Uh, what's his name? Smollett. The guy. You Jesse know, Smollett. The yeah. Star. Jesse Smollett. You know, the 
They're questioning. Speaking of mental issues, go ahead. Well, I know there's a lot going on. Anyway, a lot going on. Prosecution being questioned if they did the right thing. Uh, prosecuting attorney being questioned. New evidence showed up. Uh, the police cams, uh, helmet cams were released. The footage from them when they were in the apartment with them saying there was a noose around his neck. But he would have had to kept that on for hours or something like that. And they're like, why was that? Yeah, we I don't would. know. Just watch that. Chris Pratt. Remember, he was married for yes, years. Yes, for to Anna, Anna Ferris. Ferris. I'm not a big now, fan of his, but go ahead. He's married to Catherine Schwarzenegger now. Okay. They he's uh, he's belongs to this like really uh, anti-gay church, even though they pretend they're not. And well, I don't he, get he it. But that's that his thing. The comments he's made were not his comments, but apparently he and Catherine have in common their deep religious beliefs. So oh, that's, uh, that's very sweet. Yeah. Mm, you know that means Arnold's his father-in-law, right? If it's the same Schwarzenegger, I don't know how it many is. there would be. It so. is. It's Maria Shriver's his new mother-in-law. And here's a big scoop. You know, people still watching The Bachelor. I think it was on last night. It's going to end the end of July. But one of the guys on there, just just saying, if you're following, is not the real deal. Character of Jed, I call the character because he really is a guy named Jed. He apparently, like, this is why I hate reality television and all this stuff. He had to fill out a form that, you know, he's not in a relationship. He's one of the Bachelor options for this Miss Alabama, or, you know, a former Miss Alabama that's the Bachelorette. And he said, oh, yeah, I don't have a girlfriend. Well, that came out. He does have a girlfriend. He hasn't been able to talk to her because they have to put their cell phones away. So she's watching the journey of him kissing another woman and stuff like that from Nashville. She's a singer in Nashville. That's where he came from. Her name is Haley Stevens. Um, so it's a big mess. It's come out publicly that he Hot does mess. have a girlfriend. Yeah, I wonder how they would treat that on the show, you know, just pretend it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully she doesn't pick him. Well, she can't now because, well, maybe she's kept away from the press, too. I don't know. But um, lots of smut going on, Mark. Dirty world. Dirt, dirty world in that garage. Vroom, vroom. Here we go. Take a left at the light. Heading out of the garage. Boop, boop, boop. Let's head out of the garage and hit some headlines down the road, man. If we yeah, talk- and by, yeah, and by the, by the way, we um we do have some ratings now on um iTunes. So, folks, oh jeez, you know, take a second, go on us to the web to Twist Podcast on iTunes and give us a little some little five stars. We got three five star ratings on iTunes. Huh, I didn't know that. I know no, you keep track of this. You know, every time that. I think we're, I think I like, I'm ready for the retirement home. Uh, something there's something good comes up, and I'm like, oh, okay, we'll keep doing it. Yeah, like, and I want to applaud, you know, Mark does all the technical editing, puts it up. Um, I help socialize it on social media, share the words, do shout outs to my friends, things like that, you know, but I don't uh, do all the work you do kind of monitoring all that. Because for me, you know, I'll tell you, Mark, you know, you mentioned earlier why I like doing it because for years I was on rated television and rated radio, you know, for over 20 years of my career. And this is like just free form. Just shout out to, my to Rick friends. Rose. Yep, yep, but okay, so we left the garage, we left the garbage, garbage garage. We got headlines, I'm going to nail them, I'm going to no, get Just think of this, like if we're driving down that road, that visual you gave, these headlines are like billboards, okay? So get in the car with this guy, drive down the road with us, and here's some uh, headlines on, on billboards. I also got to get, I got some yes or no's. Okay, oh yeah, I've, oh my gosh, I didn't write my next yes or no's, I'll write them while you're talking. Okay. What are that, your headlines, Mark? Get my headlines, and then we'll do the yes or no's. Yeah. People can hear my, hear me at my studio flipping papers. Flipping through um, your papers. I don't very know important, you, Mark. You're very important. If you were a Game of Thrones fan or not, I don't know. But the the final episode, Drogon, the last remaining dragon, uh, takes the dead Daenerys in its mouth and flies off, right? So a forensic expert has weighed in on whether or not Drogon secretly ate Daenerys. What? Yeah, because dragons apparently do that. 
Uh, more and more people loathe Renoir, which I had no idea this was going on. Like the art world is really currently down on Renoir, saying he's not very good. And, uh, you know, some folks are trying to revive his reputation. I had, I didn't have any clue that was going on. Um, your favorite retail ba- brand may be coming to a hotel near you. Now, you know that, um, I think it's, what's the airline that has a hotel? TWA? I uh, think so. No, there's, no, no, no. Uh, Pan Am. Pan Am, yeah, the hotel. Well, apparently Taco Bell is going to have one too. And hotels are going to have like Taco Bells in hotels. The yeah, the coming Taco Oasis in Palm Springs hmm. uh, may just be a short-term publicity stunt, but there's being serious thought given to um, actually coming up with a Taco Bell hotel. Hmm. Um, hmm. Here's another one. She wrote her dissertation on unusual names instead of changing hers. I don't know if you saw this. It's Doctor Marijuana Pepsi. <laughs> oh, she did not. Is that really yeah, no, it's a it's a, a doctor. She's African American, um, or as my friend Ken prefers to identify, black with a you know with a capital B. Um, but anyways, marijuana Pepsi Van Dyke is her name. She's thriving. <laughs> she just got her PhD last month, so she is now Doctor Marijuana Pepsi Van Dyke, mm. and she refused to change her name. And she did her dissertation on people with unusual names, which I think is fabulous. That's awesome. I, there's no. It, definitive reason to why she was named that so people have speculated her parents were smoking dope when she was born and drinking oh my god i I love it uh oh this is for a yes or no it's um i'm gonna save that one um after refusing archdiocese this was happy news uh after refusing the archdiocese's order to fire a gay teacher a school is told it will no longer be recognized as catholic but bravo to the school they refuse to fire this guy he doesn't teach religion uh, and he's a great teacher, and the students love him. But, you know, the church is is what it is. So the archdiocese told the school it had to terminate him because he was in a same-sex marriage. He was married to a man, and the school mm. said no. So I hope they mm. stick to it. I hope they stand to it, stand their ground. Uh, acceptance among LGBTs, I hate being called that, uh, declines among the young. I don't really care. Any, I don't know. I just It matters, and it doesn't. It's like I don't care who accepts me or is comfortable with me. I don't give a shit. But a new study by GLAD, I think, believe it's GLAD, showed that among younger people, 18 to 34, the acceptance of having gay people in their lives has declined under the possibly the current administration. But it's really easy to blame everything on Mike Pence. Um, Democrat Sarah Gideon is officially running for Susan Collins' seat. Now, this was good news because I can't stand Susan Collins. She's a con. I like Lisa Murkowski. I've said that before because she votes her principles. They're not mine. You know, she votes Republican all the time. But she doesn't play games. She doesn't pretend to be, you know, some some defender of a, a women's reproductive rights and you savior of Obamacare and then turn around and vote for a tax bill that set up a court case that's out to trying to overturn it. So Susan Collins is just a fraud. I'd love to see her out of office and, and you know. That'll happen. Going her own way. And then my last one is the emails show a scramble to dump the Stonewall pride flag. I don't know if you saw that, but... The Stonewall Inn was recently designated as a historical monument. And there's a park across, I believe it's right across the street from it, because I've seen it many times. Anyways, the flagpole was government property. So when the Pence administration found out that a pride, a rainbow flag was going to be flying on government property, i.e. the flagpole, they donated the pole to New York City so they would not have a a homosexual flag flying on government property. Mm. Isn't that sweet? 
that's interesting technicalities and like just how deep people just weirdness like how petty can you possibly be mm. but that's it i don't like it well playing I mean, off of that my first story lgbtq pride because we're still in pride month for a couple more weeks here lay in the ants you know the opposite of that legoland discovery center in westchester new york they do a little parade in their downtown, their little little city, Miniland, they call it. I saw it. this, yeah. Uh, yeah, this is cool. They're going to have a couple pride floats and a Stonewall 50 billboard and bedazzled many people dancing in Lego in the Lego, in the Lego recreation of Times Square. So celebrating it there, that's cool. Uh, James Corden, one of my favorite people who created you know, Carpool Karaoke, mm-hmm. late night host of The Late Late Show. He also does a thing called Crosswalk the Musical. Have you ever seen those? No, I'm only on online. I don't, I'm not a big video person. I don't watch very many videos. Yeah, like, you know, I don't watch TV either, and I realize why, because I, well, I don't read a lot. You know, I'll read your books, I'll read uh, essays, I'll read news stories, but it's because I deal with scripts and stories all day, and I watch and create video all day long. So I'm just saying, I realize that at the end of the day, literally, I'm burned out. But anyway, he just took it to France. They just did a version of Les Miserables. What they do, guys, is they stage these Broadway musicals and they do versions of the songs in crosswalks while they're waiting for traffic signals to change. <coughs> it's cute. You can watch it on YouTube if you haven't. Shouting out to a friend of mine, uh, a fairly, I should say a friend. She's someone I judged in the pageant world. Judge of Miss National Teen. Uh, I'm sorry, Miss National uh, Sweetheart. Great pageant. Happens in September. You remember I did that last year in Hupston, um, Illinois. Anyway, she went home to Minnesota. She was Miss Minnesota there, placed in the top ten. Went home this week and competed as Miss Minnesota, and she won. Her name is Catherine Cuppers, and cool, her mom won um, years ago. So it's a mother-daughter. There's, I think this only happened 11 times in this America system. First time in 99-year history that it's ever happened in Minnesota. So Vicki uh, and Catherine, Miss Minnesota's mother and daughter. I think that's very cool. I do, uh, It's awesome. I see they're doing Robert Mueller's investigation of Russian interference uh, is now a cast of Hollywood. A-listers are participating in live reading of it. Oh, excellent. Uh, called The Investigation and Search for Truth in 10 Acts. It's going to be um, streamed on the LawWorks website, whatever that is. Uh, you got to check it out. Joel Gray, Kevin Klein, John Lithgow is playing Trump. Jason Alexander is Chris Christie. Alfred Woodard. Did you know this was happening? It's playing. No, oh, I really like it, though. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I'm trying to see when it's happening. But and I, I know Mueller's going to testify. I saw it in the news this morning. He's going to testify. Yeah, I saw that. That's going to be big. That's good to be big. Um, I saw the story. How the chow mein sandwich claimed a small slice of New England history. If you're ever traveling near Fall River, Massachusetts, Mark, they have a local dish called the chow mein sandwich. It's a hybrid Chinese-American dish with roots in the city's factory worker past because it was Asian factory workers, then Europeans came in, and they're like, well, how do we appeal to them? Because we're an Asian community. So they took the chow mein, they stuck it between two hamburger buns, and now they have this chow mein sandwich. I like it. I want one. <laughs> I posted a picture of it if you follow us, guys. And if you don't, find us on Facebook, The Twist Podcast. It's there. Another great story out of Louisiana. You know, I love my Wisconsin, Louisiana stories. 103 year old woman in Louisiana named Julia Hawkins from Baton Rouge. She uh, ran a 100 meter dash again in the oh, senior games yeah. on the Albuquerque. Yeah, I posted her picture too. They call her something. What do they call her? Like the dragon uh, super or super fast old lady. Yeah, I love it. 103. She's still running. And here's a big shout out. You talked about reproductive rights. The Reproductive Privacy Act, or RPA, passed by a vote of 44 to 30 in the Rhode Island House of Representatives last week. 
my friend Hillary. Hey, Hillary was a big part of that. It was signed by a female governor or um, will be signed. And it's big. So it's basically, you know, vote included 60% of all the Democrats in the chamber, 21 of the 26 women in the House, um, you know, protecting women's rights, saying they have the right to decide about abortion and things like that. So, um, well, Illinois, that. too, speaking of states are doing it for themselves. Oh, yeah, he, he um, protected. No, yeah, Illinois. Illinois just yeah. passed legalized um, marijuana. So I'm hoping oh, yeah. that, I'm hoping that, because they were going to pass it in Jersey, but they didn't have enough votes in the Senate. The, the Assembly had it, but not the Senate. So I'm hoping that, you know, they'll bring it back up in um, this year or something. I'd like to see it pass in New Jersey. I figure if they can do it in Illinois, they can do it in New Jersey. Well, he's extremely liberal, if you will, on the on the on that side of things. But he also did, I thought you were say about reproductive rights, because if I'm not mistaken, he passed a law to protect. Oh yeah, yeah, Illinois rights of women. Um, and then I just got a comment. Taylor Swift released a new video. Have you seen yet? You need to calm down. It's awesome. No, and I've seen like I don't know. I just, just get in trouble. I, for I, it. I let people be who they are. I don't really care. But you know, there's like the, it's they're like. A, coming down on her because yeah for whatever i don't know it's just ridiculous i think it is ridiculous it's like come on they're coming down on her the gays are saying she's in the in the gay friendly world way too late she should have done earlier girl earlier some are saying because of the very end she and katie perry were supposed to kiss but they didn't they just hug and they're like oh they're just using this to publicly make peace among themselves stupid Stupid. Um, it the- reminds me of when, um, when recently when I was reading stuff that Buttigieg wasn't gay enough. Like, uh, come on. Oh, I know. Same kind of thing. And there's a great image. I think I posted it on our uh, Facebook page a while ago. Pakistan government accidentally turned on the cat filter during their Facebook Oh, I saw that. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> That's so funny. And uh, it was too late, though. They created the hashtag. It kind of went viral and all that. Now, I know we're going to do our yes and no's, but I got to read a couple quick headlines that are just the headlines. No comments on them. Okay. Canadian cocktail calls for frostbitten toes. Okay. Okay. Ohio woman finds out years after her husband's death that he was her father. <gasps> oh, my God. Barcelona woman bites off ex's tongue after she asked for a goodbye kiss. Oh, Mark. Just oh, my can't. God. Yeah, all right. That's just setting the pace for what's coming up next. Uh, our yes and no. Well, I've only got two. Show. I got two this time. A study found that people were more likely to return a wallet they found on the street if it had money in it. So one of my yes or no's is, oh, would you, you return a lost wallet with or without money in it? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and this is the back to Judge Judy with a clip on. Clip on ponytails, yes or no. Men or women, just clip on ponytails, yes or no. Mm, I'm going to say no. No? What about clip-on yeah. ties? Mm, well, I've been guilty of a clip-on bow tie, but I can't get my tie fast enough tied. Um, I'm yes. going to say yes to the ponytails, just to just to be contrary. What do you going to say about ties? Uh, when I, If you're 12, you know, if you're 10, a clip-on Mark. tie. Oh, I don't Lord. think men should be wearing clip-on ties, no. Mm. Well, I guess, that, what, what's my deal with a clip-on ponytail? Who cares? But I, I just personally wouldn't be doing it. I don't know. No, I wouldn't either. Although there's a like, if you want to do the hippie thing, you just, it's kind of a good idea. Yeah, that's good. All right, I got one. You ready? Yeah. Tanning beds used during summer months. Yes or no? No, ever. <laughs> Winter months, no months. I I mm. do not favor tanning beds. 
I can see him for serotonin levels. Make I mean, a Tr- Trump's bad. obviously has a tanning bed somewhere near him at Gosh, all times. Dang, and I bet it smells like holy hell because. Just think of the smell of burnt skin. Any oh yeah. gosh, we're not supposed to talk about him, but yeah, I I don't get him in summertime. You know, you can be out in the real sun. So why do you need him? But so I would say no. All right, smartphones being by your side in a conference, you know, meeting like when you're in a meeting, like I'm heading into in a little bit here. Should people have their smartphones with them? Only if they have to be contacted. You know, like if that's your job, if you if you're an admin, an executive assistant, and your boss needs to be able to get a hold of you at all times, yes. But otherwise, <laughs> no. Don't have them in restaurants either. I mean, just leave them alone. You know, that's a big thing on your coast where they say no cell phones. Here, they don't really have that rule. <coughs> well, it's I tacky. Think- I'm sorry, it's tacky. If like we had lunch, we had a really nice lunch with the hundred and land trust yesterday, and it was a fabulous lunch. And like, I would not dream of putting my phone on the on the table and looking at my phone, you know, it, no, it's just tacky. Well, and I've been really getting better about it because, you know, I'm a little into mine and uh, I don't take them into, well, first of all, I don't carry them into church. At least, I don't. and definitely mute it. Mute the damn thing. Well, that's for sure. Now, listen, because it's more than just a phone, right? We call it a smartphone, but really it's a, it's a mini computer to me. It's um, life support. I understand. Well, it's that too, but I bring them into meetings because all these youngsters, and it's cool, but they bring their notebooks or their tablets, whatever you call those computers anymore, laptops, whatever the meetings. Mine is my phone because I use it because I am ADD. I take notes on it. I look things up. When you're referencing something in a meeting, I'll Google it so I know it. So I want people to know this isn't about Rick Rose Hour. But when I have my smartphone, which my answer to the question would be yes, it's for other reasons. Not to take calls or to text, but to, to keep informed. And sometimes I like clearly show people what I'm looking at, you know, so they don't think I'm at a dating app or something, which I'm not. Right. But okay, and the last one, because I was just at the movie theater last night. I love the smell of popcorn. It is a cheat for me on keto. I love movie theater popcorn. So, microwave popcorn, yes or no? Oh yeah, I eat it at home. It's also it's got a lot really? fewer a lot fewer calories. Like if if you really want to not have so many, my movie popcorn is so fattening. It's got so many calories in it. Yeah, you yeah. Can, you can get the hundred calorie mini oh, really? packages. Oh, absolutely. And they taste like it. Well, I put um, uh, yeast on them. It tastes like cheese. It's really good. There are live nutritional yeast. It's okay, well, coat. you got me. I, I, yeah, it's good for the coat, did you it say? Is. Yeast is very good for your coat. Uh, I love. I put nutritional yeast in a lot of stuff, sneaking in my foods. People think, oh, what's the nut you used in here? I'm like, no. Um, I'm going to say yes. I was going to say no, but I'm going to say yes. So there we go. I want to shout out to the uh, city of Madison. They're doing Sustainable Seafood Week through June 30th. Look up the city you're traveling to or the city you're living in. See if they have a sustainable seafood week. It's an important message. Uh, the last restaurant that I had the pleasure of opening down in Shreveport at the Shreveport Aquarium was called Salt. I uh, shout out to my friends there that started that. My friend John and Libby, who is now the chef there, they just came off with Sustainable Seafood Week, too. It's really important. Read about what sustainability means in the seafood world guys it's a really important thing and all your shout okay. out all your shout outs should find us on itunes and rate us um and they should they should and Mark, i'm gonna do should. a shout out then since you did we were watching the, the the chopped junior last night the new episode and um one of the contestants was from lambertville now he got chopped in the first round oh, wow, but he was from really? lambertville new jersey which is 15 minutes from here so Does i'm he sorry that, he, that you could go to huh what because he have a restaurant he's 12 years old Oh, these no, okay. it's called Chopped Junior. Well, that's cool. Okay, ready for the quotes? I am. Here's my quote. It's from Arthur Salzberger, who's the publisher of the New York Times. He wrote an op-ed for the Wall Street Journal. 
And this is one of the things he said, quote, Over 167 years through 33 presidential administrations, the New York Times has sought to serve America and its citizens by seeking the truth and helping people understand the world. There is nothing we take more seriously than doing this work fairly and accurately, even when we are under attack. Mr. Trump's campaign against journalists should concern every patriotic American. A free, fair, and independent press is essential to our country's strength and vitality and to every freedom that makes it great, end quote. You know, to Stop all my attacking journalists, journalists. All my journalist friends out there um, need to hear that because they are doing the right thing. And yeah, it's just, we talked about this being the slow, sneaky little thing. And um, good quote and good truth. Um, I have two quotes. They're both one-liners. That's why I put them together. And they're both from very positive influences in the world and in my mind, in my life. Oprah does a podcast, by the way. I don't know. And you could you could take it if you want and see if we get some followers of Oprah's. Mm, go ahead. It's extremely popular. It's called Oprah's Super Soul Conversations. My friend Mario D, you know my friend Mario, yeah. told me to listen to it. And it's awesome. And she just has like a guest on like one of hers was Lin-Manuel Miranda talking about creativity. Okay, what's the quote? Uh, anyway, no, I'm just saying, you don't like <laughs> Oprah? She could be listening to the show. Oprah, when you yeah. live with an open heart, unexpected joyful things happen. It sounds like Oprah, doesn't it? And the yes. last quote's from our friend, friend, you know, Beloto, my friend Francesco Beloto. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, he's a big designer, does stuff on the day show, et cetera, et cetera. He designed our show Into the Outdoors. He had a great quote on Instagram yesterday, and I loved it. It says, surround yourself with people who fill your heart and excite your mind. Great quote. Love it. Very. Those are very positive quotes to end on. I like uh, them. And I was going to – there was one last thing I was going to say. Oh, next week we're off. We're, we're going to Rainbow Mountain, one of our favorite places. So there, we'll be back in two weeks. I'm sorry, folks. It's summertime. A lot is going on. So yeah. we'll Don't use the tanning bed there, Mark. Weeks. Just do not use No, they have a fabulous pool that was the inspiration I know. You wrote a, for my you first wrote a murder novel mystery. there, didn't you? Yeah, did. the murders at Rainbow Mountain or something yep. like that. As well, <laughs> murder at Pride Lodge. Okay, so, so but between now and two weeks, before we come back, I am going to talk to you about this Oprah. You're just trying to save time or do you not like Oprah Winfrey? Well, it's almost 10 after, and we have to be in the car at 8.30, so, and I got stuff to do. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love Oprah, okay? She it's needs me. no introduction anyways, Rick. That's Oh, what, yeah, that's you're right. We know who she is, but she's got a great podcast. Love you all. Mean it. Love Bye. You See you in trip. two weeks. Bye, guys.